You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. You can stop holding your breath and exhale because it is finally time for the Your Money segment today. Carolyn Wright is taking a look at a big issue for many investors right now, what to do when times are tough in the financial world. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Today, we're going to talk about looking after your money in a difficult financial climate with financial healing advocate Kylie Chan. She joins me again in the studio. Thanks for coming in today, Kylie. Thank you so much for having me again. So there's a lot going on that we're hearing about in, in the markets. And these are all kind of things that happen in, in the cycles of the economy, whether it's volatility, changing interest rates, high inflation or the possibility of recession. So let's take a look at how you should go about planning to handle these, because I think a lot of people don't really think enough about these issues. Exactly. I think everything you mentioned just now, uh, I like to tell my friends, this is like really, truly everything, everywhere, all at once. We are experiencing high inflationary stress. Inflation is really becoming a cause of problem or cause of concern for many people. We are waking up to higher prices. Our paychecks don't go as far as they used to. And, you know, what can we do with that? You know, we see rising costs of living, uh, particularly around food, around uh, utilities, and especially also healthcare. I think the best course of action during times like these is really just to go back to getting control of your money, like good financial planning. So a lot of people have already been doing a lot of financial planning, even during times of not so high inflation. But if you've not been doing it, you really got to start. How do we start by doing that? I think first of all is tracking and budgeting, tracking your money. Tracking your money, it could be not just monthly spending, but I would say daily spending because if you take that cab ride, you know, you think, oh, it's just a uh, 50 bucks, but you go home another 50 bucks, that's a hundred dollars, right? It might not be a lot, but if you calculate that on a monthly basis or on, on, on a yearly basis, that starts to kind of add up. It's also a great time to kind of start reflecting and revisiting your choices in the way that you spend money. Does it really align to your values? Do you prefer to spend more time eating healthier, cooking, meal prepping versus going out with your friends? Do you really need that extra club membership, for example? Or do you prefer to spend money on the gym or other things that you value more? So it's a great time to kind of start doing that. Another thing that you could do is to start thinking about how you could shop more smartly. Right. Yeah. If you look at items that are experiencing high inflation are things that are imported, for example. So can you buy things more locally? Can you go to the wet market? Can you, you know, you could still eat healthy by prepping your meals, understanding how much you're paying per week, for example, like that. Or can you think about cutting down subscriptions or instead of going to, you know, the whole family going to out to the theater, to the movies, can you download a movie and watch it at home with all of your friends or your family? For example, things like that that you could do. 
Very simple, yeah, because I, I think a lot of us during the, the course of the pandemic may have signed up for lots of subscriptions because we were stuck at home. But you think you might have to revisit that and go, how much am I actually watching each of these? And then exactly. When you, and then when you go back to your groceries, it's it's simple things like eating vegetables that are in season rather than, like you say, something that's been imported from thousands and thousands of miles away, which clearly will cost a bit more because of that privilege. Exactly, exactly. Another thing that you could think about is really to start saving money regularly. So if you haven't been doing that, you really should start. But people talk about having a financial safety net. So whether that is uh, three to six months of expenses or, you know, if you're in the gig economy, maybe that will look like six to 12 months of expenses, um, first you should really save up for your rainy day funds, as we uh, like to say. But beyond that, uh, saving for your retirement, looking ahead, right? These are the sort of things that you can start to do that kind of weather high inflationary stresses into the future, I, I believe. And getting retirement saving plans in a high inflationary environment is a good strategy. Uh, but also, I think things that can help you protect your money, protect your savings. So insurance plans, other insurance saving plans that that could make sense, too. So it, it's maybe taking a more long term view about things, because at the moment, I would say, finding returns isn't the easiest thing to do in the market. So yes. you, you have to think about the idea of something along the lines of compounding interest to help build for the future instead, maybe? Yes, correct. Because one of the things that you know we could do is to hedge against inflation into the future. So if you started saving earlier, your money compounds, and then that is kind of a hedge against the future uh, or against inflation. So in terms of investing, there's actually short term and long term goals that you could look at. We tell people to take advantage of dollar cost averaging, which is investing systematically into the market for a period of time. You could do things like diversification so you can buy things from different markets for a long period of time. And that will also hedge against uh, inflation. A lot of people talk about, is this a good time to kind of enter the market? And my thinking has always been, it's not so much the timing of entering the market, but it's the time you spend in the market. So I think a lot of it is just keep invested because if you have a longer time frame, that kind of washes out a lot of the risks that uh, has to do with whether it's market volatility or high inflation. These time periods can be long. When you think about a recession, that can be a number of years. Yes. And, and that can be a time frame where, you know, cost of living can be very high compared to the income you've got. How hard is it to get, get a return on your investment? Is it just a case of this diversification you're talking about? Or, or are there anything specific that people should be looking for when they're considering where to invest? Reading the news and keeping atop of headlines is super important because uh, right now we are experiencing huge market volatility. There's news of bank runs. There's the ongoing war in Ukraine. There's special headlines across emerging markets. I think 
to my point earlier, it's really just trying to stay invested. I think diversifying where not to put like all of your eggs in the same basket, but also I like promoting towards talking more about your financial planning. I know that it's a, I guess it's a taboo topic almost to kind of ask out loud, like, where do you think or when do you think I should be investing? Where should I be investing? These are kind of taboo topics because people are afraid to answer it. But I think the more we talk about it, the more uh, we learn about the markets and the more uh, we could learn from each other. And it doesn't seem like such a, a scary thing. I think that's very important. Not being scared because talking to friends can often help calm your nerves about a situation. And I think that in these kind of turbulent times, people do panic and people do jump, jump out. You mentioned their recent bank runs, which yeah. are very much a kind of a sign of, of, of panic, aren't they? I mean, as a financial healing advocate, this is what I like to say. It's um, really getting control of your cash knowing where your money is going. So to my beginning point, tracking your budget, tracking where you're spending, because, you know, you feel that you're spending on daily expenses, maybe it's $15,000 per person, you feel that, but I assure you, if you're not tracking it, it will be much beyond that. So in high inflationary periods of time, I think cash is very important. So budgeting, tracking where your cash is going, and then secondly, making sure that you start saving, but saving smartly, saving into like insurance retirement savings funds, which are more guaranteed than say, entering the stock market and things that are more assured, you know, making sure that your cash is assured. And also then just shopping smartly. It takes a little bit more prepping, timing, but once you have that tracker, your daily tracker, you start to notice where you're spending more money in areas. So you could think about areas that you could trim. For example, do you need to go out and splurge with your friends? You could prepare your lunch rather than going out yes. to a restaurant for your lunch or something like that. Yes. So yeah, just trying to regain control. And there's really no cause for panic because uh, with time, we're just running kind of the economic cycle. In everyone's lifetime, there's a couple of those, right? So there's really no huge cause for a huge panic. I think it's just being mindful of the way we spend our money, mindful of the way we plan, and of course, talking about it, reaching out to experts, reaching out to friends and family, and discussing it. Really nice to get that point of view from you, Kylie, the, the calming, sensible words of Kylie Chan, financial healing advocate.